welcome to episode number four of the Eliza Nishis show. I am your host, Eliza Jankowski, a business administration student, yoga teacher, marathon runner, and currently finishing my plant-based nutrition degree. I'm here to help you to achieve a healthier, happier, and more sustainable life. I'm also the creator of the Eliza Delicious Show Instagram account, where I post delicious and nutritious plant-based recipes. If you haven't checked it out, please do so. That's at Eliza Delicious Show on Instagram. I hope you all had a wonderful week of good vibes, and I'm so grateful that you're tuning in with me today. So let's get started. Today I'll be talking about positivity and how to create a positive mindset. When I moved out of my mom's house, I noticed that my mind or my mindset changed so, so much because I wasn't surrounded by my family all the time and I was able to focus on what I actually want to do and I saw more friends and everything just changed for me and I thought I just want to share that with you and give you some ideas and strategies how to change your mindset. First of all, what helped for me was social interaction. Social interaction was such an important thing for me, especially when I moved out. I, I wasn't alone at home, but I simply enjoyed to be surrounded by friends and especially my running crew because I really loved the vibe and everyone was super positive and everyone was smiling and talking about smiling, smiling actually improves your mood and scientists have known for a long, long time that changing your body through actions such as smiling or sitting up straight and relaxing are followed by positive emotional responses. Let's dive a little bit deeper and see what they actually did. So, for example, a study from the late 1980s. Researchers didn't want to reveal that the study was about smiling or emotions. They feared that it could alter the results. So what did they do when they don't want to show everyone that they're actually talking or that they're researching about smiling and emotions? They improvised and they used a common tool that everyone uses every day. That's what I think. I think everyone, not everyone, but most of the people use it every day. A pencil. So what does a pencil does when it comes to emotions and smiling. So they had three groups. The first group held the pencil horizontally in their mouth between their teeth, which physically forced them to smile. Then we have the second group and they held the pencil horizontally in their mouth using their lips, which didn't force a smile. And the third group simply held the pencil in their hands. And it's really interesting what happened. So the participants viewed different cartoons and rated them on how funny they were. The first group gave the cartoons much funnier ratings than the second group. And the third group fell somewhere in the middle of the two groups. What do you think? Do we smile because we feel happy? Or are we feeling happy because we are smiling? Next up is the positive affirmation. Imagine you want to wake up really early because you know that you have an appointment but you actually wake up late, you start to panic and you feel like nothing good happens during the rest of the day. I had that a couple of times but there are a couple of things you can do to make this day 
a good day again. Talking about good days, there are no good or bad days. It's all about your mindset. So you start the day with negative emotions and you will see that you won't have this good day. So what you can do, try to have a positive start in the day. Wake up when you want to wake up and don't press on the snooze button because then you might sleep too long, panic, and you'll feel nothing good happen during the rest of the day. So what to do? Tell yourself today will be a good day and talk yourself into it. You will be surprised how good that actually works. And then during the day, try to focus on the good things. When you have an obstacle and you overcome this obstacle, really try to notice what's going on with me right now. What am I feeling right now? And not just what am I feeling right now, also what are the benefits that it gave me that I overcame this obstacle? How do you feel after finishing, for example, your to-do list or the things on your to-do list? When I finish my to-do list, I always feel relieved. And for example, how to shift your mind. My first example would be you want to go to, to a new place and you want to take the train but the train is running late. What could you do? Of course you could say, oh no, the, the train is running late. But what you could also say is, okay, the train is running late, so I actually have more time to finish this podcast episode or to keep reading my book. So try to set the intention differently. Do I see the negative side of it or do I see the positive side of it? I have another example for you. So imagine that you are on your way to the grocery store. You arrive and you know that you want to buy this specific thing. So you go in the grocery store and you notice, okay, it's not there. I just came here to buy this one thing. What can happen? Of course, you can talk yourself into it. But you can also say, I use this moment as a chance to try something new. So instead of buying this one specific thing, you change your mind and you say to yourself, I'm going to try something new. It's okay that I couldn't buy this thing. Then you can also try to find humor in bad situations because most of the time it can't get worse. And if it gets worse, try to shift your inner perspective to a more positive one. And try to experiment with your humor, even on these really bad days. Like I said, there are no bad days. You choose what's going on and what you're focusing on. Then another thing people always say, or most of the people say, oh my God, I failed. It didn't work out. It's okay that you make mistakes. It's okay to fail, but try to see it from another perspective. It's not failing, it's learning. It's a learning process. Life is a learning process. Every mistake is there to help you to understand yourself and your surrounding. It's not about being perfect. It's about how to deal with the failure and make sure that you know that you are perfect the way you are. And try not to think about the failure, but think about how to handle the next situation. Try not to think about the failure but try to think about how to handle this situation 
next time because now you know better and now you know how to handle this situation what i do i write these things down so if i did a mistake and if i know that i don't want to make this mistake again i have my notebook where i write down this was the mistake this is what i've learned and when i go through this list i remind myself okay you did this and you did that or how can I integrate this in my life and especially my mistakes? So I did this thing wrong, but next time I know I can do it this way because I've already learned how to do it. Try to change from this negative self-talk to a positive self-talk. Self-talk is nothing bad because it's always really important to reflect your behavior and to reflect what you actually do. People will always see what you do. But if you have a positive life and if you want to have lots of friends and if you want to have success, you need to see what am I doing? Or how do other people see me? What am I doing? Negative thoughts are difficult to notice, but with self-awareness and reflection, it gets easier and you will notice when or in which situation you have a tendency to get negative thoughts. And when you catch yourself doing this, try to stop it and replace this pattern with your new and positive pattern that you just learned. It's not too difficult, but you need to make this step. So for example, I say I can't speak Swedish. What can I do? I can shift this perspective to a more positive perspective and say next time when I'm in Sweden or meet a Swedish person I want to try to learn three new words. So what do you think? What's more effective? Saying I can't speak Swedish or giving myself a goal to work on? I have another one for you. Let's imagine I say I'm bad. I'm bad with doing this or that. What can I say? I could say, I'll be better with this and that with more practice. Okay, I give you a third one. I shouldn't have tried. What can I say? It didn't work out as planned. Next time will be better. So it's actually really easy if you know what to do. But integrating that in the day-to-day -day life is the next step for you. So try to see the difference between having this old pattern of thoughts and try to integrate this positive pattern of thoughts and see how it resonates with you. And one thing that I've learned over the last year is that the moment is now. And when I say now, it doesn't mean this week or today. By saying now, I mean right now, this moment. Forget what someone texted you an hour ago. Forget the reactions of your neighbor from last week. Forget the comments under your last Instagram post. You are here right now and you have the chance to live in this moment fully. Most situations aren't as bad as you think. And negativity often comes from bad memories or the imagination of the turnout of a future event. I actually had that too. So when I was in Australia, 
I had a boyfriend in Germany, but after a seven month we split up and I planned to come back to Germany on his birthday. So I think, I can't say how often I thought about it, but I think almost every day I knew, okay, this day will be the day, then I will see him again. And I imagined how I walk into the room and his reaction when he, when he sees me on his birthday and all these different things. And I thought about it almost every day, a hundred times. And what happened? This situation never existed. So is it worth it to waste this moment for a thought of an event that could happen in the future? But if you're not even sure if it actually will happen, because it's still six months until you will actually have the situation. So give yourself the room and give yourself space to enjoy this moment you're in right now. So stay in the now and be present. What I already mentioned is spending time with positive people. So for me, it always was my running group. I simply loved to run with them. It was like filling up this battery of positivity and I just felt so good when I was with them. Now to this pandemic situation, we can't run this group, but I still try to do what I love and to, and to see the people that I love. Some researchers say that you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Think about it. Who are the five people that you spend the most time with? You can actually write it down if that's easier for you, but are these five people the people that you look up for? Do you think that they are positive, that they are good for you? If so, congratulations. But if the five people aren't the five people that you actually want to have as a average of your person, I would encourage you to change something. If you want to become a more positive person, see who surrounds you and try to be surrounded by positive people. You will hear positive stories, positive outlooks. You will get a different feeling. Their positive words sink in and they will affect you. It can be difficult to find these people, but you need to eliminate the negativity from your life and shift your life and your perspective to a more positive one. What also helps is to visualize. Visualization is a really, really important tool you can start by visualizing a perfect day. Today is gonna be a good day and here's why. Why could a day be perfect or why could a day be a good day? What is a good day? You have to see things before you actually do them. For example, athletes do that or speakers when they know that they will talk in front of so many people, they will visualize it. How does it feel to speak in front of people? Or for athletes, me for example, when I got the message that I will run the New York Marathon, I just ran a half marathon, but I couldn't imagine to run a marathon. So what have I done? I sit down on my yoga mattress every morning and said to myself, I'm gonna run the New York City Marathon. And I repeated that every day. I will run the New York City Marathon. And I said that over and over. And when I arrived in New York, I went to the Central Park and saw the last kilometer. 
and visualized how it would feel to run this kilometer and to finish this challenge. How does it feel? What am I feeling right now? And this actually helped me to finish that. I have another study for you. The study is published by Alan Richardson, an Australian psychologist. He set out to prove the power of visualization through an experiment. He gathered a group of basketball players and split them into three groups. The intent of the study was to demonstrate the effectiveness of visualization and how the players converted free throws. The three groups were as follows. The first group participated 20 minutes every day. The second group visualized themselves making free throws, but didn't participate in practice. The third group didn't participate free throws or visualization. The result was amazing. The group that only visualized demonstrated an improvement and were nearly as accurate as of the players that actually participated. The third group, as can be expected, regressed. So, let's wrap this up by summarizing some of the key elements of today's episode. First of all, start to visualize. Like I said, it helped me so, so much to finish or to accomplish something I didn't expect myself to be able to do. Secondly, don't forget to smile. It's all about the little things. But you actually notice that when you go outside and you just smile, you will see people are smiling back. But if you don't smile and you just go outside without smiling, no one is giving you this normal something back. But smiling is something that you can give to someone else. And he or she might give it to someone else too. So it's like a chain and you help others to have a positive day. And then my favorite thing that I've learned is be present. Use this moment and be here right now. It's really important. Life is so short and we should make the most out of it. And we will make the most out of it by being present right now. I would like to finish this episode with a quote from Buddha. What we are today comes from our thoughts of yesterday and our present thoughts build our life of tomorrow. Our life is the creation of our mind. Thank you so much for tuning in with me today. Make sure to let me know how this episode resonated with you by tagging me under at Show over on Instagram. That's where you can also send me a DM if you have any questions or suggestions. If you want to know more, make sure to head over to elizalicious.de. That's where you can find the show notes for each episode. And please make sure to pop over to iTunes and leave me a rating and review. I appreciate it so, so much. Big thank you to Tanya Nocciere for graphics and music by Temple Hayes. Have a wonderful rest of the day and I'll see you next week.